Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500 and is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which is about five weeks away. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is ratings on S&P 500 companies. Heading into the end of the second quarter, where are analysts most optimistic on their ratings for S&P 500 stocks? But first, let's look ahead to the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Analysts and companies have been much more optimistic than normal in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the second quarter to date. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the second quarter are higher today compared to the start of the quarter. In fact, the index is now expected to report the highest year-of-year growth in earnings since the fourth quarter of 2009. Analysts also expect double-digit earnings growth in the second half of 2021. The above-average growth rates for the second quarter and for all four quarters of 2021 are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. In terms of estimate revisions, analysts have increased earnings estimates in aggregate for the S&P 500 for the second quarter to date. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter has increased by 6.2% since March 31st. Now, this is unusual because in a typical quarter, the bottom-up EPS estimate usually decreases by 4-5% during the quarter. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter than average. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. At this point in time, 102 companies in the index have issued EPS guidance for the second quarter. Of these 102 companies, 65 or 64% have issued positive EPS guidance. This percentage is well above the five-year average of 35%. Because of the net upward revisions to earnings estimates, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the second quarter is higher now relative to the start of the quarter. As of today, the S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 61.5% compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 52.2% back on March 31st. If 61.5% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, It will mark the largest year-over-year growth in earnings reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2009 at 108.9%. The unusually high growth rate is due to a combination of higher earnings for the second quarter of 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in the second quarter of 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. All 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, Uh, for which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss reported by the sector, the industrial sector at 346%, the consumer discretionary sector at 182%, the financial sector at 115%, and the material sector at 111%. Looking at future quarters, analysts project double-digit earnings growth for the second half of 2021. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 21.3, which is above the 5-year average and above the 10-year average. 
and during the week, three S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the second quarter. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is ratings on S&P 500 companies. With the end of the second quarter approaching, where are analysts most optimistic and pessimistic in terms of their ratings on stocks in the S&P 500 heading into the third quarter? Overall, there are 10,511 ratings on stocks in the S&P 500. Of these 10,511 ratings, 56.7% are buy ratings, 36.8% are hold ratings, and 6.5% are sell ratings. Over the past five years, the average month-end percentage of buy ratings is 51.6%, the average month-end percentage of hold ratings is 42.4%, and the average month-end percentage of sell ratings is 6%. At the sector level, analysts have the highest percentages of buy ratings on the energy sector at 64%, the information technology sector at 63%, the healthcare sector at 62%, and the communication services sector at 62% as well. On the other hand, the consumer staple sector has the lowest percentage of buy ratings at 44%. The consumer staple sector also has the highest percentage of hold ratings at 45% and the highest percentage of sell ratings at 11%. It is interesting to note that even with a 37% price increase since the midpoint of last year, analysts are more optimistic on S&P 500 stocks today compared to June 30th of 2020 based on the percentages of buy ratings. On June 30th, 2020, 52.6% of ratings on S&P 500 stocks were buy ratings compared to 56.7% today. Nine sectors have a higher percentage of buy ratings now compared to June 30th of 2020, led by the consumer discretionary sector, which has seen an increase from 50% to 57%, and the information technology sector, which has seen an increase from 56% to 63%. However, there's been little change at the sector level in terms of ranking by buy ratings. The same four sectors, which are the energy, healthcare, communication services, and information technology sectors that had the highest percentages of buy ratings on June 30th, 2020, also have the highest percentages of buy ratings today. On the other hand, the same three sectors, which are the consumer staples, financials, and real estate sectors that had the lowest percentages of buy ratings on June 30th, 2020, also have the lowest percentages of buy ratings today. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music.